hold for an important message. Hi, you've reached Maggie's voicemail. I can't come to the phone right now or I'm choosing to ignore your call. Leave a message after the tone. Hey, Maggie. Um, real quickly, the website where people can go see our new trailer for Yard of the Month is CreeksideGardenClub.com. And what's really cool is that people can actually become garden club members. Granted, it is a fictional garden club, but they do get member benefits. They can also become a member and get some swag, like a really cool shirt that you designed. So it's CreeksideGardenClub.com. And sorry, I should have, this is Sarah Adams. End of message. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie. And we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious or just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Hey, bestie. Hey, bestie. Okay, so something unstable that I realized last night while I was putting toothpaste on a pimple is that I still subscribe to a handful of beauty tips from Seventeen magazine. What do you mean subscribe? Like I still believe them and adhere to them and do oh, them. Oh, I was thinking like you had some type of subscription where you were sent like hot tips from Seventeen magazine. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, would. Did you read Seventeen magazine? Yes, yes, I did. Hundred percent read Seventeen. I have horror stories. When I was around, I was in ninth grade, and I vividly remember having magazines in my room because that was the time where you would cut out like cool brands and mm-hmm. put them on your wall and like vision oh, boarding, kind of, kind of. You're like, oh, I love Abercrombie and I love Gap, and let me put this <laughs> Clinique pick. Like I don't know, it's very brand centric when I was yeah. eighth, ninth grade, that type of the nineties. And one of the magazines I had, I think I got it from a neighbor, was Cosmo. And to clip things out, I didn't read it. And I remember – Oh, sure. Look, I was a young, naive ninth and eighth grader. And I had it just blatantly out next to my nightstand. And my dad came in to give me a kiss goodnight. No. He looks at the nightstand. And no. Sarah, I don't think that magazine is appropriate for you. And I'm like, what? Why? It said something like uh, how to orgasm the ah! best. <laughs> and again, I didn't understand. Like, why does this – like, I don't – like, I was just – had I had known – you would never. I would never have had that so predominantly displayed. Oh my god! Next time, I'm so embarrassed for you. I would have put that. <laughs> Seventeen magazine used to have like you could write in embarrassing stories, uh-huh. and that would go in Seventeen magazine in the embarrassing stories section. We used to like gather around in middle school and sit in the library and read them out loud and just laugh so hard. And then also internalize all the embarrassment and be 
so self-conscious of any mistake we ever made. Because that was middle school. You know? There needs to be like a 17 plus 30 years or 20 years magazine. So like for us, for our generation that lived, like I don't want to read Glamour. I don't want, I want to read 17 plus yada, yada 20. years, plus 20 right. years. Yeah. I, I would read, read 37. That. Yeah. I, I would read 37. 37. Or I 40. I would too, because I feel like it was such, it was so lighthearted. Honestly, like the, the toothpaste on pimples technique was from Mary Kate and Ashley, written about in Seventeen magazine, I believe, mm-hmm. and it works pretty good. You know, like those sorts of tips are just what other tried tips? and true. What other tips do you still follow? What other things did you learn from Seventeen? Uh, that- shave your legs with hair conditioner. Hair conditioner? Yeah, like conditioner. Oh, conditioner. Your hair. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. for some reason when you said hair conditioner. I know. As I said that, I was like, well, you could just say conditioner. But then I was like, what if she thinks it's like car conditioner? <laughs> I just never heard it called hair conditioner. Well, the, the kind of conditioner you put on your hair, put it on your legs. <laughs> I Yeah, I remember hearing that too. I don't do it. I never have. No, 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 no. I have though. I do it still. Um, But this is kind of like just thinking about – Flying, flying through middle wait, school. Wait, is this a transition? <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> was that a smooth one? Um, it was so good. The time has just flown past, which brings me to my fact. Sarah, are you ready for your fact? I am so ready. Commercial airplanes are equipped with two engines, but designed to be able to fly using only one. And... Due to something called glide ratio, most planes can fly for a pretty significant amount of time without any engines at all. Okay, sidebar. You texted me last night and said like you got – what were the words you said? Something like a doozies. I got doozies of facts for you or something like – I think I said unhinged. Unhinged. and reacts are a little – Unhinged. You know, I'm scraping – we're only what episode is this? This like, is episode forty nine. Forty nine. So we're almost fifty episodes in, plus all those mini episodes we did before we started the podcast. And uh, I am scraping the barrel of the internet. Well, you know that I am terrified of flying for some reason. Like this is something I feel like I uh, 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 a thing about me that I picked up from somebody else. I know we talked about this once, like cues and social norms you pick up from somebody else. I met somebody working who was terrified of flying and I'm like, oh, I should be terrified of flying too. So now knowing that there are two engines, which we all knew, I think, from just looking at an airplane and realizing they're just designed to use one. Yeah. Which it's actually kind of comforting. Like It is. With one engine gone, we still have a survival rate, you know? And even if both engines, if you are 17 thousand feet in the air and both engines go out the plane is designed to glide slowly mm, toward the ground which is also comforting because it's like they've put in they've thought about it you know yeah so the gliding part i don't believe because of all the plane crashes that happen you know yeah i mean there aren't too many plane crashes you know there are big ones but there aren't like a lot of plane crashes right Right? I don't have that fact in front of me. I don't. I'm not I'm not a human Google. I know. I looked this up because I'm about to fly with all three of my kids. And, and your Kyle, mother. And my mother. And Kyle will not be joining us for the first leg of this trip. And so I was like, my kids are so excited to fly. And I was like, yeah, I'm glad you're excited to fly. I better look up some facts about planes. It's going to be an adventure. 
I have no tips because I've only flown with Walter once. And that was when he was three, I think. I don't even. It was two on one. You had. Yeah, and I had two on one. You outnumbered the children in that situation. Yes. But as they get older, they're a little bit easier to wrangle in. Mm -hmm. Like Walter being five, like we're in public spaces. I'm not chasing him down. But but Annie, if I was like, there would be, it would, Annie would be, Annie would be a challenge to have in the airport. The trick is something that I've realized about having three is even if the two older ones aren't running around, if the younger one starts to run around, you still have to wrangle the older two to chase the younger one. Because what am I going to do? Like leave leave two kids at McDonald's while I chase a third one into the parking lot? No, I got to get all of them. You know, we got to all go <laughs> run through the airport. Like a bunch of crazies. Speaking of running around, Mm -hmm. are you ready to react? Let's do it. Planes can fly with one to no engines. What is the time that you ran on very few fumes? Every day. (laughs) I mean, I mean, some days I feel better than others, but yesterday I got really tired. I feel as if my fumes are strongest in the morning, right? I wake up, I'm usually ready to go with very little... Um, boosting needed. I'm on two full engines. You're a morning person. I am a morning person because I know once the day gets going, my brain gets muddled with mm-hmm. life that happens throughout the day. I probably drop an engine around three. You know, I'm still going. I'm still yeah. doing my job. I'm down an engine. So yes. I'm not as like efficient probably with my mm-hmm. time, um, mm-hmm. but I'm making it happen. You get me at 5.30, any day, I'm gliding. I am gliding until 7 o'clock where I can land safely. You're just coasting to your bed. I'm coasting. And then, you know what's awful? As 7 o'clock, 7.30 comes, like, it's my, like my engines start back up. They're like, <laughs> let's vroom, get vroom. Vroom. Oh, we rested for a full 30 minutes? That's all we needed. Just kidding. You thought we were out for the count, but we are back, baby. What about you? I was thinking, and Kyle and I were laughing about the other day. I was like, do you remember when we used to drink Red Bulls before shows? Oh, my gosh. And he was like, no. He literally said, no. When did I? And then he goes, oh, yeah, we did. Like, we used to drink Red Bulls at like 7 p.m. Yes. But what was that other drink we would drink? The other energy. The off-brand. The the off-brand. Off-brand Red Bull. What was it called, though? Blue? Was it blue? I no. don't remember. But yeah, I was going hard on those Red Bulls at like 7, 8 o'clock at night. This was a different time. Why did we do that? Why did we not appreciate what we had? Because we wanted wings. Jack be nimble. Jack be quick. Jack be a celebrity the gals can think of quick. It's time for You Don't Know Jack. <laughs> Where Sarah and Maggie share some facts about a celebrity named Jack and try to guess who it is. Okay, Maggie, this Jack is also known as the Pumpkin King. He's in charge of Halloween's town Halloween celebration. He is loved, respected, and even idolized by the other residents for his role. However, his selfish decisions led to the near destruction of Christmas and himself. Who is this Jack? It's a nightmare before Christmas. Jack. 
What is his last name? Jack be nimble, Jack be quick, Jack loves Halloween. Halloween, Halloween, this is Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. That doesn't get you any extra points. Name that Jack. 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 What is he? What is he? What is is Jack? Jack, He's like a skeleton with a pumpkin head. Jack bones. Jack. Jack skeleton. Yeah. Finish talking. That's it. Jack Jack skeleton. Jack skeleton. That's his last name. That's his last name. It's actually. Really? It's actually Skellington. Oh, Skellington. But it's close enough. I was enjoying you telling me other possible (laughs) last names for Jack. But yeah. I was thinking it had to be like a Jack O'Lantern, but I was like, it's not Jack O'Lantern. That would have been too obvious. I got to tell you, that movie, I don't think I saw it. I always was kind of spooked by it. My my kids watched it. Love that movie. They love it. They love it so much. It is spooky. But it's a good one. I I have come around to it. Kyle played it for them, which I was surprised because one day I came home and they were just watching it. And I was like, what is this scary movie everyone's watching? But then I sat down and really enjoyed the story of, you know, don't culturally appropriate from other holidays. And- I uh, get turned off when the boogeyman comes. He's spooky. He's spooky. He's As a child, I really liked the first two-thirds of the movie. I could do without the last third. Uh, my big question, follow-up, I know you. we've guessed the Jack, named the Jack. Is Nightmare Before Christmas a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? It's a Halloween movie, but it can be enjoyed also around Christmas. I mean, it's really, you can watch it whenever you want, but I would say it's a Halloween movie because it's about Halloween town at the center. And so it centers on Halloween. Yes, they bring in other holidays, but I would not say that it's about Christmas as much as it is about loving the holiday that you have. I agree. 100% I agree. And I know there's people that don't. And you know what? DM us. Well, that sure was fun. Thanks for playing You Don't Know Jack, brought to you by the most popular boy name in Hollywood. Sarah, are you ready for a fact? Yes, I am. Ostrich's eyes are big. In fact, their eyes are bigger than their whole brain. That's wild. So one eye is larger than an ostrich's entire brain. Yeah, their eyes, uh, I think it's, I mean, I guess it would be the size of one eye. Their eyes are big. Their eyes are bigger than their brain. Can I just tell you, ostriches are mean. Because they don't got a brain. Well, maybe, yeah. Maybe because your eyeballs are like, this hurts. They're dumb. I don't know if they're dumb. They're just spicy. We went to Fossil Rim before Walter was born, and we did this cool – I, I highly recommend going to Fossil Rim. It's in Texas. Um, but if you go, you have a couple options. You can, like, drive your car through and see the animals or whatever. But we did, like, a Jeep tour. So we got to sit in the Jeep, which was nice because you didn't have to worry about driving, and you got to see the animal, different animals. And so they're like, hey, if an ostrich comes up to the Jeep, we don't recommend feeding them because they're mean. And the ostriches will push the other animals out of the way to get the food. And sure enough, we had a couple ostriches chasing us down. They are the geese of the safaris. Is it Sahara? Safari? Sahara? Sahara of the wild. I would say but geese are wild too. They're the geese of like the zoo more. Like, like they're the geese of uh the geese of big big game. Yeah, big geese. game geese. I like that. 
They're big yeah. game geese. I think that this connects though. I think that if you're going to be mean and you're going to be a bully, I'm going to say you got a small brain. I'm going to say you're not you're not smart because it takes a lot of intelligence and emotional intelligence to be kind mm. and thoughtful and to share. And if these ostriches are running up and knocking over other animals and making other people feel uncomfortable and unsafe in their Jeeps, I think that's because they got a tiny little brain. That's right. I, I support that. You going to be mean? I'm going to say you got a small brain. You got the tiniest little bird brain. Well, <laughs> speaking of brains Death. and birds oh, and uh. ostriches having eyes bigger than their brains, are you ready to react? Yes. Eyes bigger than your brain sounded a lot to me like the phrase, your eyes are bigger than your stomach, which leads me to wonder, would you rather have your eyes be bigger than your brain or your eyes be bigger than your stomach? My eyes be bigger than my stomach because we just determined a small brain means you're incapable of kindness and humility and being a compassionate individual. I do not want to be an ostrich or the geese of the neighborhood. So I would rather have my eyes be bigger than my stomach, and which means I have pretty big eyes because my stomach loves it some food. <laughs> yeah. I know. I don't think my eyes have ever been bigger than my stomach. I can eat so much food in one sitting, and yet I would still have eyes bigger than my stomach for the reasons you just stated. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be a mean bird. I want to be a bird who thinks they can eat 100 hot dogs in a sitting, mm -hmm. and dang will I try, but I'll do it with kindness. I'll do it with a smile. I'll be a nice bird. That's it for this episode. Wasn't that fun? Now it's time for you to subscribe and follow. And share this episode with a friend. Ooh, maybe even your bestie. Find us everywhere online at Unstable Topics. And for more antics, visit us at The Monthly Junk. Bye. Bye. Peace.